0: Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the weekend. Happy, happy Friday. It's 8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Time check. That's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. where the answer is always Yes. man it is what you make of it think positive thoughts the world will try to beat you down we're better than that we are better than that we try to make every day a great one thanks for tuning in and joining us and uh in that kind of spirit we now welcome uh, our favorite doctor dr john littell back on the show good morning doc how you doing
1: hey good morning happy precursor to father's day weekend greg and bob it's a great friday
0: same, uh, same. Right back at you. Um, look, the governor uh, has spoken out. He's not pre-ordered uh, the vaccines for kids five and under. The uh, uh, Florida Department of Health said, uh, "Look, we think the uh, risks might outweigh the benefits." This is something that you've talked about from the very beginning.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, and just give kudos, of course, to Governor uh, DeSantis and Dr. Joe Latipo, you know, the Surgeon General for for protecting our children Um, you know there's something going on here that if you if you really look at it um, the the, the pathologists like to use the term original antigenic sin and it's you might hear that again Dr. Ryan Cole throws it out there and it's a basic concept in immunology you know the original uh, alpha variant is still what is being targeted by these vaccines and we have moved into thousands of variants you know, that's why we have this BA1, BA2 variants. If you really look at what's happened throughout the globe, all right, children are capable of identifying, their immune systems can identify and recognize this virus and fight it with their natural immune system because it's a weakened variant. But by continuing to propagate the original antigen, which is what we have, we attack, our antibodies attack antigens. So what is happening by propagating these vaccines through booster shots and pediatric is that we're still propagating this alpha variant that we you know with the spike protein the lethality of that it's actually it is a sin in my opinion to be doing this we should be allowing natural immunity to prevail and new england journal just this week came out and showed demonstrated that those of us who had covid and and recovered with natural immunity have superior immunity to the, what we're seeing in the vaccinated individuals
0: This is, I guess, what we get when uh, too much politics gets uh, mixed with uh, medicine and and science. We get this concoction when when politics gets involved. I mean, for instance, uh, is it Advent Health that now has uh, some really harsh restrictions on employees who have not uh, chosen the vaccine?
1: Yeah, I guess I can call them out for that. I mean, now that my name's out there and I do have I do I go to pay, see patients at of the major hospital systems in town here and both of them have been attacking me equally. But really being unvaccinated now, um, they've come out just yesterday stating that unvaccinated physicians uh, will be asked to dine alone, you know, basically segregating um, those of us who've chosen to, uh, you know, utilize our natural immunity. It is it is actually probably illegal on the face of it, um, but it's, it's sending a message, just like what they're doing with the continued masking of everybody uh, in and outside of clinical and non-clinical areas when we all know the masks are not effective. Um, it's, it's become such a public relations ploy, and what does really concern me about the medical profession, I've said this before, guys, is a number of physicians, nurses, and others who are just kind of, a okay, yes, or yes, or three bags full, we'll go ahead and do this. Um, without questioning the medical wisdom of it. Uh, I see nurses who are miserable with their masks on, and they say, you know, we, they could breathe better. They have terrible cases of facial acne, whatever. And they're like, well, I can't take it off because I'm going to lose my job. And then now the vaccine, where we've mandated that every medical student, every resident in the country get vaccinated in order for them to go to medical school or get into their residencies. And here, let me just give you one little clue of how enlightened a lot of doctors really are. I have three pathologists now who are actually patients of mine. Pathologists, these are guys who study disease at the ultimate degree, right? Mm-hmm. What is the cause of death? They are all completely enlightened about what's going on. One was the Southeast Regional Director for all the hospitals in Florida. And so, you know, he sees what's going on. The problem is they're employed by these hospital systems, and if they want to keep their jobs, they have to get back. And, of course, me being the rebel and, and several other doctors, you know, we're going to be— Asked to dine in a separate part of the of the physician dining room, you know it's kind of kind of bizarre, isn't it?
0: Well, it is. Plus, uh, I don't know what the you know what the place is like in some of the hospitals you deal with, but usually, like uh, a doctor's cafeteria lounge area is not all that large. I don't know how a bunch of people are going to try to segregate themselves.
1: Yeah, no, we would segregate ourselves in the hospital, but not if we're at a restaurant in downtown Ocala or Gainesville. Right. It's just you know the message is clear. That we're in charge. It's the lockstep mentality, which was actually a term used by the CEO of one of our hospitals. That he expects his physicians to be lockstep with the hospital and policy, and we all know what that implies. It's um, it's you know, I I like to be a positive force these days, a, a, a source of hope. I mean, we we have to do that. I think the most hopeful thing that I see happening in this country is that people are waking up. To this wokeness, <laughs> so we now use that we're awake, they're woke. You know what I'm saying? Um, this this has got to stop. It's more than politics. I mean, this is this is social engineering 101. I was a sociology major at Cornell. I, 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 I know exactly how this playbook works, and what they're doing in the healthcare system right now is they're also in this military uh, struggle. Really, so it's a battle. They're taking out our leaders left and right, and including myself. We have the boards of medicine, Senator Ron Johnson is trying to meet with the American Board of Internal Medicine, in my case, the American Board of Family Medicine. They are selecting the doctors who have been publicly speaking out on these issues and systematically trying to drum us out of the medical profession. Um, it's it's, an, it's an, uh, unconscionable what's being done. We cannot speak publicly about views about medicine anymore in this country if it goes against the narrative. So just kind of be on the lookout for what is happening. You know, throwing Simone Gold in jail for two months, for being one of the many people who came into the Capitol building was just sending a message. Dr. Simone Gold, some of you listeners might know about her. You know, she's, she's an aggressive supporter of uh, physicians rights to practice medicine and patients rights as well. And, you know, it was just sending a message, you know, that, that we can't be out there front and center delivering this kind of message. That's why I appreciate you guys so much, because I think your audience deserves to hear a different perspective than the party line right now.
0: Well, first of all, there's, there's a freedom of speech issue, but there's also the belief in science. I mean, you, you know, you have a hypothesis, and you uh, you know try to prove that hypothesis, and if science isn't open-minded, uh, <laughs> it's over as far as any advancements goes. I mean, that's the only way science advances and medicine advances is people being open-minded. Gossip: George Washington was on his deathbed a year later, they would have performed a tracheotomy.
1: Oh, my Lord. Yeah, George Washington was ahead of his time, though, actually, in terms of getting the smallpox vaccine out to his troops uh, so that they didn't die in the, in the, when the British came over. And, you know, you talk about the best and brightest minds in medicine. You look at a guy like Dr. Harvey Risch, who's been on faculty at Yale in epidemiology for 30 years, or Peter McCullough, who was the most cited author in cardiology and renal dysfunction in the country in the world. And they're the two two of the people leading this, this basically, you know, in, intellectual, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm getting stuck. Yeah, it's that we're trying to restore intellectual curiosity and critical thinking in medicine. It's just not there. People have become intellectually lazy. The number one complaint I hear as a doctor every day in my office from patients coming to me from other doctors is that their doctors or nurse practitioners of just seem to not be interested in them anymore. They're not critically thinking. They refer to everybody, and then the people they refer to don't do the critical thinking. And I see it in the hospital as well. So this is what has happened to our, our college students, our medical students, our lawyers. I mean, I just see—I get a sense that the, 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 the overall arching trend in American education, higher education, is not to encourage independent thought anymore. And, God, what's going to happen to this great nation based on independence— um, if we allow that to continue and if we continue to persecute and punish doctors who actually have the nerve to, to voice their opinions and discuss and get into a medical debate, as you said, over the facts, over natural immunity and, the, and, and, and what's happening in the hospitals. And so, guys, keep fighting the fight. I know I'm going to be on my end. I appreciate letting me have a voice.
0: Yeah, just keep fighting the good fight as well. Dr. John Littell, we always appreciate the information you bring to us.
1: You got it. God bless and happy Father's Day. I'll be golfing for the first time in two years. So wish me luck and the people around me.
0: Uh, we're not going to wish you luck. We're going to buy you about two dozen balls. If you haven't golfed in two years, <laughs> you can kiss those goodbye. Uh, Dr. John Littell, my pleasure and happy Father's Day to you. It's 816 on the Bob Rose Show. Yeah, let, let's talk about some of that. Let's, let's further the discussion. Where is healthcare slash science and the government's role in all of that? Where are we headed?